go again. Our previews continue. Yeah. Joel Kane, Dan Ganane, sports bet. Uh, Sean will be back next week, I promise. Uh, hello, mate. Hello, mate. And we haven't actually finished our conversation that we started before we came on air. I was talking about you, Dan. And there's this giant football here at the studio, and it made you look like a corner post. Jeez, you're fit at the moment. Thank you. What, what are you putting that down to? Oh, jeez. About 18 months ago, I did these um, photos, mm. and it was actually in, I think, in this very room. Fair thing. What, what are we, what are we tipping World the scales Cup. at? And, um, and, and 116. Because what happened was, um, you know, you know, it's like when you get publicity mm. shots, and it's the it's the makeup and the and the beautiful lighting mm. and and the, and the nice clothes. So this is as good as you're going to look at a particular yeah. time. And I was so fat. Well, at knew, the time, were you thinking that? Oh, I knew I was fat. Yeah, but yeah. when you see a photo, there's something about a photo at a certain angle where you go, "Oh, this is really bad." Um, so that was in I don't know August 17. I realised mm. I'm in a bit of trouble here. Anyway, so November, I, I'd sort of started eating a little better, but I was so fat I couldn't train, couldn't run. And then in November, my job situation changed, so I was going to start at Fox Sports News. I thought, geez, if I'm going to be on camera, I actually mm. need to look presentable. It's actually now my income depends on this. Yeah. So then I got hardcore, no sugar, uh, or very little sugar, no bread, um, so all gluten out, um, a few other things as well. They were the main ones. Mm. Um, but I've discovered a few other Your routine things. with your breakfast now, aren't you? Yeah. So routine is always smoked salmon, a couple of poached eggs, avocado. No bread. No bread. Where? No bread. Do you uh, miss that? I miss dairy more. Do you? I cut dairy out. So I've got the coffees here today. You've yeah. got the long black. Yeah. It took me only a couple of weeks to get used to. Gerd's mm. put me onto the long Did blacks. He? Because, you know, he's a coffee snob. But do you, I don't feel as full when I have the long black. Well, he, well it's good you can, because it's piping hot. Yeah. It takes you a while to drink it because <laughs> you just sip it. He, and he being the coffee, proud coffee snob said to me, you can you can hide a lot with a with a, a latte. Mm. A bad coffee can be hidden, but a, a long black, it's just pure coffee. It can't be hidden. Yeah. So it teaches you pretty quickly who makes good coffee and small who makes Small shirt rubbish. you're wearing today. Yeah, I know. It's a small... I feel less of a man. Do you feel like you are you, are you where you need to be weight wise? Yes, yes, I'm about right. But I have six different wardrobes. What do you mean? Well, because I've yo-yoed over the years. Because this is the third time I've had this big weight loss. Because I've blown out three times. Yeah. I now have in my wardrobe <laughs> a, a whole thing of small, a whole thing of medium, a whole thing of large. Are you not letting the big fella go yet? I have two wardrobes. You don't want to do what the Vikings done and just turn up and just cut the cord, burn the boats of the old big clothes. No, Are you prepared I to do that? To, I mean, I could have got rid of all my mediums <laughs> five years ago, thinking I'll never need them again. But I thought, no. I mean, you know what's great about it, John? I've got large, extra large, extra, mm. extra. I've got an extra, extra, extra large shirt. Still, three XL. You got. You got to burn that boat. Um, but. The amazing thing is, so I've been this thin for 10 years, right? Mm. I, I've, I've pulled out all the... I'd forgotten. I have all the mediums from 10 years ago. Now, you could, they're 10-year-old clothes, but I haven't worn them for Whack 10 years. Whack them on and get a photo. So they're like nine... They're like It's like a brand new wardrobe and it cost me nothing. Oh. So outstanding. But there we go. I should have. What I should have done, Joel, is written... Not written a book, but just written... Just jogged, jogged a diary as yeah, I went. Yeah, maybe 40 I could kilos. Do that. My kids have started um, 
putting little stickers on food just to take the PL double five out of me. Mm. Dad, you can't have this. Try a banana. You know, just to completely make Dad feel bad. But they're yeah. onto it. So, but you know, it's funny things you learn. Like I've been doing a keto. Have you ever heard of keto? Never heard of it. Right. Well, this is where it's um, sort of. Do you think people are interested in this? Oh, some might be. But there's like high fat, so a lot of avocado, good amount of protein, very few carbs. Mm. Right. That's I've been on that. I, I was doing that and not even realizing. But this is a keto diet. Yep. And the other thing is, everyone can do this thing: intermittent fasting. Yes. That is. Right, they call the it can be called the sixteen eight diet, but it doesn't need to be sixteen eight. It could be fourteen ten. That is, you eat within say an eight hour window. Are you a disciple of this? Again, it's one of those things that I sort of discovered accidentally mm. when I was looking up all this stuff and realised, geez, I sort of do this most nights. So I eat between eleven a.m. and about seven or eight p.m. And then I don't eat again. Well, your first meal is after 11. Yeah, well, I'm a, I'm, because I work late nights, I don't wake up till 9.30, 10 o'clock. And uh, I'm a kid. So it's, from that perspective, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a nice bonus that I can afford to do this. But um, 15, 16 hour window, look it up on YouTube. Like Joe Rogan podcasts and all these things. It's unbelievable at the effect. You could, so your last meal is seven? Mm, seven or eight. Yeah. Seven or eight. You, you go to bed, what did you say, midnight? Yeah. Mm. Midnight. Oh, no, later. I finish work at midnight. Do you sleep better having that gap? I think so. Mm. I think so. I'm a good, pretty good sleeper. I was just telling him I had a bad night last night, but generally pretty good. But these things are doable, Joel. Like I thought it was, you know, 40 kilos because mm. this is the point I wanted to get to and I, I thought, geez, it's going to take me a while. And it had. It's taken a year and a half, but you can do so many things without having to kill yourself. Yeah. You know, I train, but yep. you know, I'd, you're not breaking breaking yourself over. No, no. I, I go to the gym a few times a week, but they're not big sort of hour and a half, two hour sessions. I reckon just... the walking hills and or the incline on the treadmill and the weights—that is the key to dropping weight. This is how I start. I couldn't run mm. because I was so fat and had no fitness. I would walk because um, I wasn't working at nights then, so I'd have my last meal at I don't know seven thirty, eight mm. o'clock, and then I would walk around Kuji. Nice part of the world to do it in mm. the middle of summer, hour and a half, two hours, just to start to, A, digest, and then just to start to build a little bit of, then I'd start to break into a little bit of a jog, mm. and then the weight would start to fall off, so I'm not lugging around as much. Yeah, so all of that. Weights is the best thing you can do, but, you know, I like long running as well. Yeah, my young bloke, youngest one, he's always grabbed me on the old... Uh the man boobs. Mm. So I'm, I'm going to dive back into the weights. Let's how, much, dive in. how much are you overweight? Uh, I played at about... I played at about my best 81. Mm. And there's this stupid notion, which clubs still do, about putting weight on. I remember Anthony Milford put all this weight on at the Broncos and I knew straight away it ended in tears. They put me on to 85 and all of a sudden those half gaps are gone. Like yeah. I remember... Remember Matty Rogers? Yeah. He played 81. Not a mm. scary of fat and unstoppable. So 81 was when I was at my best... Um, Is that what you want to get back to? No, no, I wouldn't get to 81 these days. I'm about to bust through back into the 80s for the first time in about 10 years. Oh, God, you could do this in four weeks. Yeah, 85 would be my number, so I'm about 90 and a half at the moment, but 85 I'd be wrapped with. Joel, try the intermittent fasting. Righto. Like, keep the diet. How many times a week or every day you do that? Not every day. I mean, last night I came home, and for whatever reason I was really... Like really sort of I needed a beer Mm. So I had a beer And I had a bit of food Um, 
but I don't know, four or five nights a week, I'm doing the intermittent. Just try it. Just, just try it. Because actually, you have the same amount of calories. You're not depriving yourself. You're just, you're just eating smarter. I meant to say to you too, we haven't discussed this, but we'll give it a go. I have opened up a million dollar tipping with Sportsbet, a private comp. Yes. And look, we'll throw in some ad hoc prizes along the way. But if the listeners want to join us, yes. uh I'll post the code. In fact, I'll have the code ready for you by the end of this Great. podcast. So you can d- j- dive in there and take us on. Sean will be part of that as well. And uh, we'll see where we land with it. So, so free entry? Free entry. Just You'll be in the greater comp anyway with all the prizes. $10,000 a week, I believe, is up for grabs for perfect rounds and those yeah, sorts of things. Right. I, yeah, I always start the season doing that, and then I sort of lose my way. But well, that's why sure. I said we need to have... Instead of having the grand prize, we need to have bigger weekly prizes. Yeah. So that's what they've done at Sportsbet this year. More of a, uh, you know. Well, another thing with tipping comps, people once they have a bad round in round three, they lose. They think that's oh, right. My season's over. That's right. Um, I've just joined for the first time a money super coach competition. Really? These people are so, so, seventy bucks, right? I don't know what the, if it's winner take all or if it's first, second, third. But I feel like I've been thrown thrown to the wolves like these are serious yeah. super coach like they've got the super coach gold and they've got all the stats and like they you know all the head games and you can't fluke one of those comps no. can you that's proper yeah study well you know in the states um there are people that have built alg- you know uh, poindexters that have built <laughs> algorithms yeah to win the daily fantasy competitions yeah you can't but you, you can't. can't beat them no but million-dollar tipping, you can win. I'm going to find this, Dan, yeah. um, and I'll share the codes. But uh, it'd be good to have the listeners involved and taking mm. us on. And as I said, there'll be ad hoc prizes. We won't uh, commit to anything, but it'll be a bit of fun anyway. All right. Now, now that's that conversation for 15 minutes about weight loss, that's not our fault. That's the listeners, all you listeners, because you, you apparently love the chat about commentary last week. Behind so. the scenes and the banter. And I the, know. Yeah. I like that too, frankly. I, you know, in terms of when I, I'm a big podcast guy. Me too. I'm a sucker for that sort of stuff. We don't mind promoting other podcasts. The Way I Heard It. Yeah? The Way I Heard It by Jim Rowe. There's a tip for you and the listeners. That? They go for about seven minutes, and he talks about these stories, yeah. and you don't know – you know who the person is who he's talking about, but not until the end. And you're thinking, who could this be? And well, it's always someone famous. They're little short ones for about eight or ten minutes. The way I heard it, Jim Rowe. Yeah. You got any tips for the listeners well, out there? Well, I think, I think the people that listen to this would listen to the ones I listen to. Tony Kornheiser, yep. the PTI guy, and Bill Simmons does some amazing he's uh, great. interviews. He did one with Bob Arum, Joel. Download it now. Right. So when we're done this pot, he's got stories about Evil Knievel, Muhammad Ali, gets a little blue. I'm telling you, it's one of the best podcasts you'll ever hear. Right. I'll do that. So there we go. Let uh, me find this code first, and then I'm going to download that. Okay. So who are we covering today? I'll eels. We're going to start with the Eels. Parramatta, Canterbury are in there. Yeah. Who are the other teams? West Tigers and the Roosters. Uh, okay. So it's an all Sydney affair today. Um, have there been, and this is a question for Sean, and we'll probably wait for Sean to come back, but have there been any major bets? Uh, any? Not any... really, but I'll tell you what has turned up on the sports bet app, which I really like this, is the um, handicapped premiership. Ah, yes. So I can tell you now that Parramatta, and I'll give you this as my bet, this is how I'd back the Parramatta side. Parramatta are starting the season with plus 12. So that compares to the Roosters who start on scratch. Yeah. This is the minor premiership. Yeah. $13. So that's how I'll be backing the Eels. But if you have a look at it, it's a really, really good 
So uh, here we wait. go. Brisbane plus two, Melbourne two, South Penrith Dragons four, Cowboys plus six. That's interesting. Um, Newcastle six, Cronulla six, Canberra eight, Warriors ten, Tigers ten, Manly ten. Oh, Gold Coast twelve. You can almost put me down for that. Param- Although you got to think about it. Okay, so the minor premier mm. finishes with what about thirty eight? Normally it was thirty four last year. Yep. So let's work on that. Thirty eight. If it's the Roosters with no handicap. So you got to get your team to 38 with the help of a handicap. Yes. Mm, that's interesting. Very, very interesting. Uh, uh, by the way, Dan, I've mm, got the code here. So yes. if you wish to play the private uh, million-dollar tipping comp taking on us throughout the year, the code is, when you're going to million-dollar tipping and sports bet on the app, mm. 59451. So you need to register also, Dan. Yeah, 59 Four, five, one. Mm. So that also makes you eligible for the grand prize. So if you're going to jump into million dollar tipping, you may as well also dive into this one. Five, nine, four, five, one for the okay. sports bit in right. our real podcast. We will get. Uh, we will. I'll do that uh, at the end of this. Um, I had a bad punting week because I was on the Oscars. Oh, did you? I was on Black Panther. I thought it was going to win. It came in twenty six dollars to twelve dollars. Oh, here we go. This is going to pay for my holiday next week. <laughs> there, to be. You're speaking about bad beat stories. There was a guy who who had bat Glenn Close. Oh, no. Glenn Close, I think she was at about $3.50, this guy was on him. You wake up on the day and she was something like $1.10 and they thought, okay, this is a leak. This is all going to come out. Yeah. Got rolled. Yeah. And late too. Late. I know people that had multis. And, you know, Mahershala, all the red hot favourites, that Rami Malik and then... Clean close. Clean close. There was, was a good uh, gif, as they call them. Yes. One had a picture of Glenn Close, and then it said Glenn Farr, and then a picture of her way. <laughs> There's some clever buggers. <laughs> All right. Yes, let's do it. Let's get down to business. Uh, where are we going to start? You, you, Parramatta Eels. Parramatta Eels. Okay. Well, Parramatta. Uh, last in 2018, six wins, 18 losses, an incredible fall from grace. Um, they were last for all but three weeks of last season. They lost their first six and never truly recovered. Um, ins and outs. Corey Norman gone. Also, Kenny Edwards, Swim Matangi, Cameron King, uh, Kurosami of uh, uh, Tony Williams. Coming in, Blake Ferguson, Sean Lane, Junior Paulo. They needed size. Uh, Maika Sivo. Now, you're going to have to tell me about this kid because you've got massive raps on him. And I'm including, well, Dylan Brown is an in, obviously, and he's going to play in the first uh, week. So you would think the ins supersede the outs. I think so. Um, by the way, we've been on the case here, Dan. We, we announced Bronson Sherry before last weekend, yeah. before he arrived. We announced uh, Michaeli Ravalawa on our podcast before he arrived also on the yeah. weekend. Micah Sivo is the man. Yeah, I've already got him in my $70 supercoach team. So I announced him... Um, a couple of years ago, and I thought he was about to explode. He was there at Penrith, mm. and he played a trial against the Roosters and scored two tries. He got injured then, and we haven't really seen him since. But uh, he might be a little bit of a smoky for you on the left wing. We know that left wingers score more than right wingers. Blake Ferguson will be a right winger. Uh, Micah Sivo, if he can find himself on that left wing, mm. uh, he comes into calculations there. Uh, but Parramatta fans, look, and Parramatta players, don't worry about this thing. Put this thing away. For 10 years, you've conceded 550 points. I'll tell you this, Dan, that the last 20 grand finalists, 15 have been top two defensive sides. Good stuff. Top two defensive sides. And the only other ones have been top six defensive sides. So, Para, forget about this. You've averaged 550 points the last 10 years. It's all about defence. 
people talk about the top eight, it's top six defence. If you're not top six defence, you're wasting your time. Well, Canberra, number one attacking team last year, couldn't ever make the finals. Top six defence. There you go. Um, last year, or oh geez, you can rattle off any stat you want with Parramatta. It's all pretty ugly. Last year, 0-12 away. 0-12, average losing margin 14. They did win a game in Darwin, but it, that, that's their home game. Last in attack. Uh, last in line breaks. 0-13 went down at the break, so when they got behind, they generally stayed there. 31 players used, which was the most. Um, okay, let's look at their team here, Joel. Gutherson fullback. Yep. Harves, Moses, Brown, and looks like Mahoney is going to... Is it Mahoney or Marnie? Uh, Marnie, I think. Marnie, let's Marnie. go with Marnie. Uh, he's going to be the uh, hooker. Get to the rest of the team. What do you think of that uh, spine, which is getting a, a bit of attention in the press? Yeah, look, this young kid is clearly very, very good, Dylan Brown. Uh, the Warriors tried to sign in Peter O'Sullivan, so he clearly is a superstar. I will say this. So the last 20 years, Dan, Eels have won about half about half of the under-16 comps, the Harold Matthews. Mm-hmm. Dylan Brown was the last winner for them at halfback. Where is this pipeline? If they've won half <laughs> the under-16 comps, where is this pipeline? They're not making it through. Thankfully, Dylan Brown is making it through. Mm. But I think they might. Uh, Mark O'Neill there, he's great for culture and all those sorts of things. I think that, that'll help. A fit Gutherson would help. Ferguson needs to be top five for, for run metres. I'm going to ask you about this, Dan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to throw a smoky out there. Mm-hmm. Who right now is the Queensland number nine? Is it Ben Hunt, perhaps, or is it McCulloch? Well, okay, let's is work Jake backwards Friend in the game? Here. Well, let's work backwards here because the incumbents are Cherry Evans and Munster as the halves. Yes. So that means Hunt could be the number nine. Was he number nine in game three last year? I think so. Mm. You wouldn't think it'd be McCulloch? Because they lost this, not that it was his fault, but mm. uh, Jake Friend, where's he sitting all this? You, you would think he's it's passed him by. So what we, I'm saying in terms is, of origin. So what I'm saying is, is that ten rounds in, mm. if Parramatta get off to a flyer, this kid's killing it in the trials. Is Reed Marnie oh, a bolter? Oh, that's Well, it you is. You can't do that to the kid. I know that. You can't do that to but the he, kid. If he starts well. He's in the conversation, isn't Mate, he? That's Joey Johns does that, but he's an immortal. He can get away with it. Just I'm, labelling okay, blokes as origin players. I will say this. I'll make a declaration that by round seven, mm. Reed Marnie is in the conversation. Oh, what the fifty-five men? He he will be in the conversation. That's an outrageous comment, Joe. Yeah, well, that that is an outrageous. He's not we, even a solidified we, first grade player. You know what in else? The team that's last. You know what else was outrageous? I declared years ago that oh, here we go. Here Moses Embai should be a fullback. People laughed at me. I said that Ponga should be a fireback. People well, laughed. Hang at on, me. they haven't worked yet. They're, they're, well, Embai is working at fullback, isn't he? How many finals has he won at fullback? Yeah, I'm okay. not saying you're wrong, Joel, but. Jeez, okay. you're padding your own stats here. Yeah, that's okay. Um, let's see. Let's, Reed let's... Marnie. I mean, we don't even know how to say his name yet, <laughs> and you're putting him as an origin contender. I'm saying he'll be in the conversation. Oh, it will be fascinating how Queensland go, where they, uh, what their attitude will be towards hooker. Do they go for a traditional number nine, or do they go for a Ben Hunt type? Let's if you're talk. picking it today, Ben Hunt's your hooker, right? Yes. Okay. Certainly. Right. But then someone's probably going to be... Uh, there's going to have to be a backup. 
Who would be the number 14? Well, it would make sense probably Jake Friend would be the nine with oh, 14 hunt, go, wouldn't Joel. it? He's had his time. Well, I'm letting him go. I'm I'm thinking that Reed Marnie could be in the conversation. <laughs> Hey, Stranger Things. Uh, let me try and get some stats, uh, some um, uh, odds here that you sent me, so these will be accurate. Premier's $34. Top four, $9. Top eight, $4.25. Um, least wins, $5. We'll get to the over-under in a second. In fact, we'll get to the over-under now. People are climbing into the under, I can see here, Joel. Yeah. Ten and a half. That means they're going to be four... Five wins better than last year to get to the over. Yes. That's a lot. Uh, their draw is fair. It's a fair draw. Mm. Um, I think maybe just under. I think it'll be nine or ten. Yeah. What do you think? Well, let's look at – this is the best team I've got here, Joel, but uh, but disagree uh, at a couple of spots because there's no certainties in a couple of these spots. So, Gutherson fullback, the winger – French, George Jennings or Sevo, Blake Ferguson, the other centre, uh, the other winger. Probably Mike, now Michael Jennings is an interesting one because they've basically written him off, but who else are they going to put there? They've got, oh, here he's flying at training. Yeah, so they've got Brad Takarangi, yep. um, Moses and Brown, Junior Paulo and Daniel Alvaro with Marnie, and then a decent back row, Manu Ma'u, Sean Lane, Nathan Brown. Brown missed a fair bit of football last year and didn't it hurt them? Here's a little smoky for centres because I don't think Takarangi's your answer long term. This kid has been coming through killing it. Try scoring machine, Greg Lalisi Wow. Oh, yeah. I'll lock him into the centres okay. for me. Uh, then you've got people like Tim Manor, David Gower, Tepai Moiroa, Penny Terapo, uh, Will Smith, uh, New Corey. So um, you're saying 10.5 might just be a little much. I think so. I've got them at 9 and 15. So you're with me on the unders? Yeah, I think so. I think so. The, the first six rounds is pretty... Uh, you said you used the word fair for the overall draw. I'd say it's about the same for the first six they play. Penrith away, that's winnable. They'll be outsiders, but that's win. That's not insurmountable. Well, remember last year they played them also we away, been, round yeah. one. Brownie came out and said this is the team to win the comp. And they started the first 20 minutes like they were the team to win the comp. And then it just exploded, didn't it? Yeah. Or imploded, rather. Well, remember that. They lost 24-40, and then the next week went to Manly, warmed up for half an hour in 40-degree <laughs> heat. And uh, there's a, mate, what about this? There's an AFL trial being played on Saturday at Port Pirie, 39 degrees. Oh, yuck. And they're not going to move it. Are you serious? This is another one of our bugbears. Yeah, yeah. Why do you play trials in blazing hot sun? I know. Um uh, the rest of their draw. So Canterbury in round two, they'll be favourites for that game. Well, when's their first game at the stadium? Round six. So they got that helps, doesn't it? That's a big well, sort of. If they can win a, they got to pinch a couple out of the first five. Mm. If they're zero and five, it's pointless. Yep. Um, so Penrith away, Canterbury at ANZ. So that's neutral. Roosters at ANZ. That's a home game. Cronulla at ANZ. Canberra away. And then Easter Monday against West Tigers. So you're saying a little under. I'm saying a little under two. Do we think? Uh, I haven't got them for the spoon. Have you got them for the? No, I haven't. I, I haven't. I, I think the indicator. Every team's got an indicator. If Fergo can fire, I was worried about that signing after they'd won a comp. Mm. If he can fire and be in that top three or five for meters gained, I think they're going to be starting their sets and be in the game. So no, I don't have them winning the spoon. Okay. All right. Now club legend. 
two of the punters oh, saying. Well, it's unanimous, Sterling. Peter Sterling. Yeah. And particularly for this team, because that's been the one position yeah. that everyone's trying to replace. How do you think he'd go... I mean, a champion's a champion. He'd be a star. His style of play, he'd... he'd would it be better in this era? Or? I think so. Yeah, I think so well, too. He picked apart five metre yeah. in a five metre rule. Exactly right. Uh, top try scorer, $51, Blake Ferguson. 67 for Sevo, 101 for Bevan French. Point scorer, $81, Mitch Moses. Dally M, Gutherson and Moses are their best chances, according to Sportsbet, at $81. Gutho's good odds. What did you say Bevan French was for top try scorer? 101. $101? Yeah. Oh, that's worth a shout, isn't it? Okay. Is he going to be in there? Remember he, remember he was off with the coach yeah, last yeah, year? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, you, I just think he's a relative of Nathan Blacklock. Um, he plays like him. Mm. $101. I'd, at his best, I'd like to see that. All right. So that's the Parramatta Reels. Uh, where are we going next, Joel? Mind you, though, my bet is uh, oh, s- yeah, season right handicap plus 12 for the minor premiership, ah, plus 12 okay. at $13. Okay. Let's move on to the Tigers, Dan. And... Yeah. What a start they had last year. Four of their first five. They were probably arguably robbed against the Broncos, so they could have been five from five. (laughs) Uh, Three of those wins were two against the Storm, one against the Roosters, so they've proven they can mix it with the best. But this was the problem. They had the second fewest points in the comp, Mm. and that's why I think the signing of Jennings is uh, particularly of note. Mm -hmm. Big, big try scorer, Robert Jennings. Um, So that's a good in. Um, Those – didn't they have – there was some weird stat – the first three rounds, they'd only scored two tries, yet they won twice. Yes. You could, can't sustain that. Well, you can't repeat that. Can't sustain that. Uh, but it's funny, they were so gutsy, yet they were last in missed tackles. Last, um, uh, yeah, so 16th in missed tackles. Their penalty ratio was horrible. They gave up 23 more than they received. You said last in tries scored. Number three in completion rates. So they didn't do much with it, but they held on to it. And number but one... we've discussed that, haven't we? The, yeah. the correlation of high completion rates typically uh, leads to boring attack, doesn't mm. it? Exactly. Their outs this year, Lola Hayer, Tim Grant, McKilwick, Milne, Kevin Naguama. So that's a, that's a decent one. Suaso Su, Malachi Wateni's a Lesniak, and the Yins, as you said, Robert Jennings, Ryan Madison, Paul Momorowski... Um, and the ones from mid-season, Robbie Farrow, Moses Uh This is the team I've got here, Joel. So you tell me where I'm wrong. Mbite fullback. Jennings and either Thompson or Norfoluma, probably Norfoluma on no, the wings. Norfoluma's flying, so it'll be him. Which, now, Corey this, Thompson had a great year, didn't he, last year? Yeah, but I, that, did he finish the season? Or oh, he okay. might have been injured, actually. Now, the centres are interesting because Masters is a shoo-in, but do, do they go Momorowski? Who on the short uh, on what we've seen, which is very little, it's been impressive. Or Mahe Fanua. Then we think Reynolds at six or, or Marshall. Don't know. Brooks at seven. We'll talk about that in a second. Uh, then Packer, Farrah, Madalino, uh, back row, Madison, Lawrence, Taylor. Then you've either got Marshall or Reynolds off the bench. Yeah, Alex they Twall. both definitely play. Is yeah, that, you yeah, would think. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Alex Twall, Michael Cheekham, Matt Eisenhuth. Um, this is a team that went 12-12 and 12 last year. Now, they weren't near the finals, but 12-12 12 and 12 is pretty impressive. They won, as you said, five of their first six. They are in the top eight up until round 12, and then ninth for the last seven weeks of the comp. Reynolds or Marshall? 
Because Reynolds can play nine, that's possibly a disadvantage for him and mm. maybe leans towards him being number 14, mm-hmm. do you think? Don't you have to have your best number six? Is Reynolds necessarily better than I don't than Benji? know. No, that's another question. Benji's my six. Okay. But the other okay. thing is, do you know who they say is one of the quickest in the club, if not over 40? Jacob Little. Ah. So, Something happened with him yeah, last but he, year. Yeah, he hasn't had a proper off-season. He has right. now. So I'm expecting this to be his breakout season. But then you've got Robbie Farrow there. So how does – you can't have – you can't have Little and Reynolds on the bench as an example. No. So your phone's ringing, by the way. I know. Do they I'm not know it's go. podcast time? That's professional. Yeah. I don't. I don't recognise the number. So uh, should I answer it? I wonder how much how much say would Brooksy have? Yeah, answer it. Tell him you're on the podcast. Okay. Hello. Hi. Who's this? <laughs> yes. Oh no, not interested. Thank you. <laughs> Poor old Alice has been given the brush. <laughs> I did think I thought I did that fairly uh, respectfully. Well, I think you did too. Did that come through from some financial yeah, firm? Yeah, What's your financial. technique with uh, those people? Oh, I'm going to a meeting. Oh, yeah. so you, I just, there's nothing wrong with saying no, thank you. No, thanks, yeah, no, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. Block that number, block this caller. Uh, how okay. much say has Luke Brooks you got, uh, got on his halves pairing, do you think? <sighs> well, who's the coach? Michael Maguire. What do we expect... I would think it'd be Michael Maguire's. You know, some coaches sort of leave it with the the player. Hmm. But you would think this would be all Maguire. He's and he's all defence. So who do you have as the better defender out of those two? Because I reckon that would be in Maguire's mind. You've got to say, well, Reynolds, wouldn't you? Well, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Just younger. Um, yeah, you'd think... Okay, so do you think they'll go... I don't know. You would have Marshall, but do you think they'll have Reynolds? Do you think I, they'd go Reynolds? I would have... Well, I want Jacob Little in my 17. So I would make the tough call of either Benji or Reynolds playing reserve grade, mm. personally. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, Robbie, what do we expect from him? He's, what, a 45, 50-minute player these days? Yeah, he, he, he'll be class. Okay. Yeah, I think he looks fit. He, he'll, he'll be okay. Just on Brooksy, um, what about this for a stat, Dan? Mm. Luke Brooks was the Dallium halfback of the year last year, mm. right? The last 23 halfbacks of the year, bar none, have retired with the premiership. Wow. Over to you, Luke Brooks. Okay, let's do some stats. So it's 2019, last 23, so that'll take us to 95. Every single one has okay, I'm trying to work out who the last halfback of the year, not to... Uh, 95, 94, 95. I'll, I'll search that. Oh, it's a fun guessing game. Who would yeah. who would have been the halfback of the year in '94? Uh, let's see. Canberra won the comp. Ricky Stewart. Uh, Canterbury came second. Their halfback was Craig Polamanda. He won a comp. <sighs> Manly. Uh, anyway, well, we're, there you go. It's a fun game for everyone to play at home. Yeah. Uh, some odds for the Tigers. Uh, like Parramatta, ten and a half wins is the over under. Um, I think, you know, I think it might be. I might even go back as far as Gary Freeman. Oh, the whiz. Yeah. Oh, don't forget there would have been some Dally M awards that didn't exist with Super League. There was the RLPA one yep. in 2003. So, yeah, probably go back a bit further. Yeah. About 92. Because Preston Campbell won one. Mm-hmm. Joey did. Finchie did. Thurston, Cooper Cronk. Matt Orford won one. Thurston, Prince, Cronk, Cherry Evans. Michael Morgan's won one. Yeah. So, Luke Brooks, over to you. Um, let's uh, Tigers, uh, the odds here. 
Let's see. 26 for the Premiership, $7 top four, $2.75 top eight. Does that seem a touch thin? $2.75. I don't um, think so, Dan, because they they were a bees from it last year and they didn't have Moses and Farah, okay. et cetera, to the end of the season. Is depth there an issue? No, because a lot of these kids have had a bit of a taste now. So, Are they better for having Maguire as yeah, opposed 100%. to Cleary? Well, well, I just think that you know he got Wigan to a premiership or a championship. Mm-hmm. He did the same with South Sydney. Yes. This is new players to him. I know he had McQueen, didn't he? Maybe a little bit of Robbie Farah. But um, the other thing I'll say too, I remember just before the Tigers won the comp in 05, Tim Sheens had recruited two lesser names from the Roosters. And... They didn't contribute in the season. It was Sam Obst and Trent Clayton, mm. and another bloke called Luke Milton. Sam Obst, there's a Sam, lot of yeah, players. But what those three players did, they led everything in training, and they raised the standards so everyone in the club and the team performed at training as those Roosters players did, and therefore soon followed a, a premiership. So, you know, these players like Madison and also uh, Momorowski coming mm. raises the bar. They're, they're, they're going to they're gonna push the top eight. I've got no Ooh, question. Oh, okay. Oh, no question. So you've got them over. I've got, I've got them over. I've got them playing finals football. What's the number you say? Three, Ten and a half is uh, going. Yeah, so three teams typically each year fall yeah. out of the eight yeah. and three come in. Yeah. This is the team queued up to go in. Ah, you are confident. I've gone under, but this is one of, like a warrior situation. No confidence because it's Michael Maguire. They could win 14 and I wouldn't be that shocked. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. Rob Jennings is a good signing. Great signing. You know, I know he's only a winger, but um, gives them a bit of prowess. Um, their draw is very nice early. Very nice early. So, like, last year they had what we thought was the worst draw. Remember, they played Melbourne twice, Roosters twice, yes. and we thought, oh, well, this is... Broncos. Yeah. Well, this year, Manly at the Leichhardt. I'm going to that. You should come out, Joel. Yeah, I will. Have a beer. 5.30 Saturday afternoon. Beautiful. Oh, Take the kids. That's at... Uh, oh, um, uh, <laughs> well, we're smoking uh, cigars, so... If Not my go, the cigars. Uh, mainly at, at are you, like a, are you? Do you regularly smoke them, or is yes. it just at events? No, nah, it's... You'd habit. have one every day? Habit. I don't smoke cigarettes. You'd have a cigar puff most, every day? Most. Would you? Yeah. I don't smoke... Do you c- need a drink in hand as you do it? Not necessarily. No, no. Uh, Warriors at home at Campbelltown. Canterbury at home at Campbelltown. Mm. That's great, by the way. They play all Sydney games like at at their traditional homes. Penrith away, Brisbane away, and then Parramatta at the Western Sydney Stadium. And then after that, the Gold Coast in Wagga. So I'm saying to you, Joel, I don't think they'll be six and one, but six of those seven, they'd go. We can win these games. We can. Brisbane is the test up there. Yep. Doesn't mean they can't win, but. Oh, they'd go, wow, we can really set our season up here. I was in Wagga on the weekend. That is one of the great towns. Have you been to Wagga recently? Oh, I reckon the last time I went was when Rabs had his statue unveiling in June and we flew to Wagga. Beautiful town. Yeah. And you know what? All these youngsters, like they're a gun-touch football community. Mm. So I bet you anything that in the coming years, you watch how many kids are from Wagga that make it into the NRL. Is league, because that's AFL territory too, that's a real... Um, competitive zone. Yes. Is league doing enough there? Well, they've just moved the Junior State Cup touch footy to Wagga. Okay. Which to I, to I, start. Well, it was spilling out people. Yeah, I was told that. Yeah, was huge, huge event. Great event. Uh, well, they're doing what they can. They, they're doing what okay. they can. Uh, by the way, just on the draw thing you said, mm. so the Tigers, they do not meet a top four team from last year until round eight. 
So as you say, yeah. it's a dream start. But if they don't take advantage, then they come into that horror part of the draw. Then well, they have, to. They, have they to. they have to. And you know why? Well. Because the word is, and, and this is players who have played 16, 17 years, they've never been flogged harder than what they have this year. They have been Great. pounded, the West Tigers. Right. So therefore, if anything's going to happen is they fade away at the end of the year, they've got to start strong. With the draw yeah. and with what they've got under their belt, they've got to start Because no strong. one has ever said the Tigers are a fitter team than the other team. No. No one's ever said that. They've no. always seemed to be – they've never had that – like a Melbourne Storm team, you know, guaranteed they're going to be fit. Yes. Uh, but uh, you've never had that guarantee. Like Brett Hodgson, he, I saw him at an event, and and he wasn't the best trainer, Hodjo, mm. great player. He just felt sorry. They'd been hammered. <laughs> Absolutely right. hammered. And, and and not just hammered. Like, players don't mind the road runs and all those sorts of things, but it's the wrestling and the constant mm. – you know, that's brutal. Because they've never been a tough, they've never been perceived as a tough team. Yes, right. So that's that's the Maguire challenge. That's it. All right, where are we going next? Right, let's go to the the incumbents, the Roosters. Just quickly, uh, trot, uh, the, the other markets: Norfolk is sixty-seven to be top try scorer. Mahe Fanua eighty-one. Now I got this. Now Robert Jennings wasn't on that list, um, but keep an update, keep an eye on your sports bet app. My, top... my bet's them to make the eight two seventy-five. Wow, two seventy. And, and you know what? Just for a bit of joy, I'd, in fact, I'd also take um, that back to that handicap competition. Uh, what start have they got there? I think they got about ten start. Mm. So I'd take them in that as okay. well at about thirteen bucks. I would take Gold Coast as my. Uh... Handicap. Handicap team. Yep. Okay. I like them a lot more than you do. Point scorer, Masters 67, and then Dallium Brooks 26. How close did Brooks get last year? Oh, he re- he was within, within about three. Yeah. Farrah 67, M by 81, Benji 101. Right. Let's go to the Sydney Roosters. So, And who's your former great, Dan? Oh, Just don't embarrass it. me, okay? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so have who, they got a goal kicker? For this particular Who's their team. goal kicker? You actually could be a nah, good fit for this team. Mate, Paddy Richards would be – he's always a winner. Um, Princey – Brooks is there, so you don't need Princey, do you? You've already got Benji and Farrah. Yeah. Would you bring Hodjo back? Okay, I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna bring back 2005 Benji. I'm going to go uh, – Are you? Yeah. You know who I'm going to bring back? He won the Player of the Year about four times at the Tigers. The Englishman. Who am I talking oh, about? Oh, Gareth Ellis. Gareth Ellis. What are the greats? I'd bring him back. Yeah. God, he was a good player. Great player. Heavily underrated player. Um, all right, let's go to the Roosters, the runaway favourites. 16 and 8 last year. They conceded just 22 points in three finals. They were 4 and 4 after eight rounds. Remember how clunky they were? And yeah. You know, oh, Tedesco, it's not working, and all these new players. Their for and against was plus 213, so they don't concede many and they score plenty. Number one defence, number one away record. We lost one game all year, went ahead at half time. Fewest missed tackles. In first halves, they conceded just 27 tries in 27 games. They did make a lot of errors, they don't win penalty counts. They actually concede a lot of line dropouts, but that's the Roosters' way. Yes. They just dare you to press. They yep. give away penalties. They don't care about conceding dropouts because yep. they think you're gonna you're gonna make a mistake with the ball before we do in defence. Correct. Um, odds here, you might have to update me here because I'm sure there's been plenty of money for the Roosters of late. Um, I've got four fifty for the premiership. Is that still the case? Yep. Four dollars for the minor premiership. 
Yes, which you prefer, don't you? Well, no, no you prefer I prefer the, the half, halfway leader. Yes, at $4 also. Uh, yes. Top $4.55. Yep. God, that's giving away. That is giving away money. Top $8.15. Um, wooden Spoon, 251 now that's least wins. I, look, I looked at the dollar fifteen, and that's a skinny price. Uh, that, but it's it's very winksish, isn't it? You just it just wins, doesn't it? Did you see the um, field for the Chipping Norton? Seven runners, six of them are Chris Wallace. Yeah. Like you know what we're doing? We're giving that that pill from England. Yeah, that Matt Chapman. We're giving him material. Why don't we have like? The prize money in New South Wales and Victoria, for that matter, it's a ratio thing. So first gets this, then second gets this in as a ratio. We need to just seriously pump up second prize money, don't we, when Winks runs? Which is which running out too late now, but wouldn't you have to just really... Okay, I'm going to put this to you. If this keeps going the way it's going, it's actually going to do damage to Winks' Well, she's only got three runs to go. I understand, yeah. but if these three are like this... Up against all Waller horses, mm. and they're just the same run. As, it's not Winx's fault. No. It's a great horse. They can't beat her. But I'm telling you, people are going to go, yeah, but who did she beat? Yeah. But it's all going to come down to the Queen Elizabeth. That'll be her swan song. Uh, we've got our little Winx hub, by the way, so there's plenty of markets specifically on Winx. All right. Uh, Roosters, Inns. Well, let's go to the outs. Ferguson, Madison, Momorowski, Napa, and O'Sullivan. Uh, that's a pretty, that's a good list of outs. In, Angus Crichton, uh, Ryan Hall. So one of the best players in the Super League, probably not in the Roosters' best 17. Uh, Brock Lamb, Brett Morris, who we saw on show. I, missed, I feel like I've missed someone there, but this is the lineup I've got. Tedesco, Morris, Tupo, Mitchell, Manu, Kiri, Kronk. Uh, Waria Hargreaves, Friend, Taukayaho, Cordner, Crichton, Radley. Wow, that's a rep okay. team. That is a rep team. Let me ask you this, Dan. You never see this in, in the salary cap era. If the Roosters team who played in the grand final last year, with the condition of Cronk that he was in, mm. took on the best Roosters team of 2019, who starts favourite? And it's a fit Cronk in 19. The 2019 team would be short favourites, wouldn't well, you've they? You've got to think, because they've got the comp under their belt. Yes. Latrell Mitchell's a better player now than he was a year Manu. ago. Manu. Manu. My God, he's underrated. Manu. Crichton's in this team now. Crichton. Morris is one for one with Fergo, you'd have to say. Dylan Arpo, nice player, origin player, but mm, did he add all that much to that team? Their bench, players like... Mitch Orbison, Zane Tedavant, Isaac Liu. Yeah. He can't crack the starting team. Well, he might crack the starting team here. This is just the best 13 I've got. And then you've got players like uh, Tapo Wiener, Lindsay Collins, Ryan Hall will come in when one of the uh, outside backs gets in. Cronk was a tour guide in that grand final. You know when you go down to Sydney and there's a person with now, the balloon at the front? That was Cronk. Now, I, what about this as a theory? The, how they played in the grand final is a, a semi-guide to how they're going to play this year, i.e., Cronk won't be the passenger, but it's Keary's team. That this is now Luke Keary's team. Yes. He's $26 for the Dally M, which I love. Now, I understand what the Roosters are going to share points. Tedesco's going to get yep. his share. Uh, Latrell Mitchell, Joe, Joe, they're all going to get. But uh, Luke Keary, um, that I'm, I've put a big circle around that as my. Dally Player of the Year. Put a big circle around this for buy of the year. This this will be rocks or diamonds, but I think it'll be a diamond. Mm-hmm. Craig Garvey. 
Ah, uh, yes. So he'll be in the 17, right? He'll be on yes. the bench. He absolutely destroyed the ISP. He's had his off-field issues in the past, but he is a quality player. And if anyone's going to get the best out of him, it's Trent Robinson. Yep. And if we're talking money ball and what you're paying for players, Craig Garvey okay. will be the best signing of the year. Okay. Wow, that's a big call. Uh, I'm looking here at their first six. They're sort of they're that good, the Roosters, or we think they're that good. We always we always get overexcited about the defending premier. But um, South at the cricket ground, what a great game! They're only short. They're only slight favourites, the Roosters. Yep. Uh, Manly Dollar away. Seventy two. Honey's two ten. Yeah, that, um, I'm surprised. I would have thought the Roosters would be shorter. Mm. Parramatta at home. Um, br- home it might be A and Z. Brisbane at home. That's a Thursday night. That's a big game. Cronulla away, Melbourne away, and then the Dragons at the cricket ground on Anzac Day. That is a tough draw. So they've got South Sydney finals team, Brisbane, Cronulla. They've got five of their first seven are against last year's finalists. Yes. So so they, they're going to have to earn it early, but we went through all the stats last week. The defending Premier usually jumps out of the blocks. Yes. It's mid-season, back, of the, back end. What are you anticipating from the Roosters this year? Oh, well... Based on your stats, it's probably the time to meet those teams, isn't it? Mm. That they can knock them off early. The unders and overs at 15 and a half, 16 wins last year. The overs is $2. So many people are predicting wow. them to regress and not hit the 16 again. They're $1.80 for unders. I'm overs every day of the week. Yeah, this me is, too. as I said, in the grand final, they would be very, very short against last year's premiership winning team. So. Robinson is a superstar. Well, 2013, they won the comp. Um, their backup year, 2014, now that was the year South won the premiership, but the Roosters went 16-8. and eight. Mm. So under Robinson, well, under Robinson, they, they finished first or second in every year bar one. Yep. So they're not the sort of team that has lulls. It's Melbourne Storm-esque. Um, this is a really good question for this team. The the former great, because they've got a lot of boxes ticked. Jeez. So Brad Fittler, you have to pick him, but they're well served with Keary and Cronk in the halves. You could play Freddie at lock, perhaps, but you know the player I'd probably throw in as a former great for this team? Is he a, another former Pommy? Because that might be my one. You go. Really? No. Adrian Morley. No. I just want to see him bash my, Mine is a very, very good-looking bloke. Uh, what, Craig Wing? Yeah, I'd play him at hooker. God, he was an underrated player. Great player. Imagine him zipping around in this team. Underrated player. One of the one of the New South Wales great. Like you think of Gus loved him. Yeah. You know, you think of all those great Gus teams in in the early two thousands. Craig Wing was a constant. Craig Wing. Won a comp as a halfback. So could you almost is that go with that? Are you going Morley, are you? Well, I, I'm just going for entertainment factor. Yeah. Like there was no reason we had to have Phil Blake in the South team. I just want to be entertained. <laughs> I just want to have Morley bashing blokes. It was um, funny how you said Phil Blake last week. We could put him in half the team. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, top try scorer, Tedesco, 18. Brett Morris, he's come in. He's come in. The money's worked. 31 into 21. Tupo, 26. Ryan Hall, we don't think he's going to be in their best 17. And he's 34. Joe, Joey Manu, 51. Top try, a point scorer. Latrell four dollars. Now you've got Izarco at three fifty and Croker at five. I think Widdop might be. Uh, Sean's declaring Osako at the price. Five to two. 
But you've got to think about they scored a lot of points last year with a boring attack. There weren't yeah. try assists and line break assists. Seabold will unshackle them. Well, here's the thing. Latrell's going to be missing for at least one game. Mm. For Origin, maybe a couple. Izarko, New Zealand rep, so he's not. Um, Croker, $5. And Widdop. Off injury, Croker. Yeah. Yeah, you wonder how... He's played a lot of football. Widdop won't get the tries Izarko or Latrell gets. It does appear to be... He's going to be fullback, Gareth. Yeah, but he's still not going to yeah, be. You're right. All right. And and Dalliem, 11 for Teddy. Did Teddy poll well last year? No. Fergo got more votes That's than Teddy. That's right. You're, t- you're telling me that. 26 for Keary, 51 for Cronk, Mitchell, 51. Would you rather be Cronk or Keary for Dalliem? Oh, Keary. Keary, for Keary. sure. Yep. Because here's the problem with Cronk, too. He's been around for so long. He has to have special games for you to notice. That's it. right. Whereas Keary and the things he does, very noticeable. Yes. Runaway Clive Churchill winner. Yep. He's that that rarity where we could declare it with 15 minutes to go. He's you, won two premierships now. Yeah. Very. Impervious to pressure. Did yep. I tell you, I bumped into him on the day of the grand final. I've never seen a bloke more. It was in the, in the Novotel. So two hours, three hours before the game, we're doing crosses for Fox, Fox Sports News. And we're in the lift, and it's him and Cooper. And Cooper looked nervous. Wow. Now, he had the shoulder strapped up, and he was, you know, trying to keep mum. Kiri, laughing, asking me, oh, what are you doing today? Um, what time are you on air? Mate, you're in the bloody grand final. Speaking about Cooper Cronk and him, I remember being in the box at ANZ Stadium, and I'm there with the great Bob Fulton, the immortal. And I said, Bozo, have a look at this South Sydney number six. It was the under-20s. He is too good for him, And he's watched the game. He said, oh, mate, I think he's a bit small. Mm. And I said, I've got the media guide. And I said, Bozo, he's the exact same height as Cooper Cronk. Mm. And he's young, so he can fill out. Yeah. And then he said, what state is he from? <laughs> <laughs> About five minutes later after he set up another try. So, Does he play Origin this year? Uh, who's it? Oh, oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, he won't does. Be Maloney. It won't be Maloney. Yes, he does. I think. Um, yes, he does. Yeah. So who are the halves be? Maloney no, and Cleary. Be, oh, sorry, be... sorry. Kiri Cleary. Yeah, Kiri Cleary. There we go. How will that combo go? Oh. Who's our Here. final who's our final team? Bulldogs? Bulldogs. Uh, did we say how we're batting this team? Hey. How are we betting on this team? Uh Kiri all day for me for Dally M. Right, I'll, I'll just I'll just say the premier's at four fifty. Yeah. That's uh, all you. All you've got to do, Joel, is get him to a grand final, and then you can bet the other team. Yep. Uh, okay, Canterbury. Last year they had a draw that would haunt a house to start the season, but it's much better this year. Uh, for Canterbury, last year eight and sixteen, they they finished in a flurry. Do we do we read into those the the bad teams that finish well? I'd rather have that than the alternative. Sure, but no, we don't. No, you scratch it, don't you? Yes. Um, Clemmer. Big out. Yeah. So they're outs. Clemmer, Mby, the Morris boys, Woods. Okay, Mby Woods were mid-season. Finney, Eastwood Priest, in Hatherweir Naira, Christian Crichton, Nick Meany, Dylan Napa, Jack Cogger, Suaso Sue. You would think the outs outweigh the ins, don't wouldn't you? Yes, definitely. Right. So that's a bad sign. Eight wins last year, and we think it's a lesser team this year. Mm. They were the most disciplined team in the comp last year. Seven penalties per game they conceded. Number three for missed tackles. Number one for completions. So you look at that and you think, well, geez, they hold the ball. They don't miss tackles. What's mm. going on? Well, they just couldn't score. Um, 
They are terrible in close games. Two and eight in, in six-point games. I always think that evens out the next year. Mm. I have no statistical evidence for that, but I always yeah. think if you're in that many close games, that's going to... That's gonna that's gonna even itself out. Yep, I totally agree. Failed to crack twenty fifteen times last year out of twenty four games. Mm. Um, their premiership odds, and you're gonna have to correct me here because yep. mine are old. But I've got forty one bucks for the comp. Fifty one dollars now. Minor premiership, fifty one. Yeah. Top four thirteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yep. Top eight. Five bucks. Five bucks. Miss. Will be about a dollar. I got a dollar fifteen, but that would have come in a That'd little. Be short. Lease wins, three dollars seventy-five. Oh, that that's short. Really short. That that's almost too short, isn't it? I think so. Uh, Nick Meaney, he's interesting. He um, he's the closest thing, and it's not a comparison to him, but he's the closest thing I've seen coming through the ranks. He, he looks a bit Tedesco-ish. Oh, but, Joe. But. But um, how can you say so? No, he looks. This he, is he's, such blasphemy. He, his style is similar to a young Tedesco. If you're wondering how he plays, my worry is, and I hope he's so talented, this kid. But sometimes the real nice kids, you know, like you need that bit of mongrel like a Kiri and a Maloney mm. who don't overthink things. And I hope he's not an overthinking sort of type of player. I, I certainly was one of those players. Um, but he's a talented player, a very, very good player. And I can't believe the Knights, who I felt for a long time Ponga had to go to six, I can't believe that they didn't lock him in as the number one. They would have got him cheap too. They had him. They had him. And they, they had have cap space. Yes. I can't believe they did that. Well, that, Does that make you give you pause though, to think, why are they letting this guy go? No, I don't know. It, okay. Well, he eventually they let him go essentially before he played first grade. Yeah. I don't know that he's lost a first grade game, has he? He it's, might have won his first three. That's at the Newcastle Knights. Yeah. And I don't think he ever got the chance to play with Ponger at six. I'm not sure about that. Here's the questions I've got for Canterbury, Joel. The most important questions. Can Kieran Foran stay on for a season, for, well, during the year? Yeah. Uh, history would say no. And Lachlan Lewis, is he a candidate for second year syndrome? Definite candidate. Yeah. Have you seen a more unusual general play kicking style when he sets up for a kick than Lewis? Very slow. Almost stops, Laborious. doesn't he? Yeah. Now, now, is that just a guy who is class and therefore looks like he has time? Mm. Or is he just a little slower? Is he just a little too slow? Don't know. I guess we'll find out. Um, the team I've got here, Joel, Hopawati at fullback. Then you've got Crichton and Remus Smith on the wings. No, I think I think Meany will be fullback. Okay, man. And Hop- Hopper in the centres. Okay, well, then you've got people like Holland, Montoya, Lewis and Foran. Yep. Uh, Napa. Who are they going to have it? They've got candidates at hooker. Leisha, Marshall King, New Brown. You'd think Marshall King? I don't know. That's not a great position at the moment for Canterbury. Tolman... Good back row, Reese Martin, uh, Adam Elliott, Josh Jackson. And then you've got people like Fitala Mariner. Uh, he might even crack the starting side. Suaso, Sue, how we were in Naira. So the back row on the bench is pretty decent. Fualalo. But boy, there's some holes. Yeah, they, they won the ISP last year. So there's, there's you know, and they pumped. Who did they pump in the, uh, the national championship? Was it Redcliffe? I think it was in okay. the... So they've got depth. They've got players who can who can play. I'm probably like you. I think it's a little short, the, the wooden spoon for Canterbury. But um, big year for Dean Pay. I can't believe Canterbury are in talks to re-sign him. 
Now, I'm not saying they should sack him, but he's not in demand. No. Why would you? Why, you know what? Why do they do that, clubs? This I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why in this case. Because Danny the noise Weidler, down? Yes. Danny Wildler wrote a piece, a speculative piece in the Herald. Mm. He said there's a the, the whisper. He didn't even say this is on the, like, legit or I'm, I'm telling you this is true. He said there are whispers that the plan for Canterbury mm. is to bump pay and for Jared Anderson to come in as coach with Chris Anderson as a director. coaching director. Because Lynn Anderson's now the chair. Is Jared coaching now? I have no idea, Joel. But like, it was dressed up by Danny as it's an unbelievable story, but this is the word going around. Wow. Their reaction, we're, in, we're opening talks with Dean Pay. So are they going to give Dean Pay a, an extension on his deal based on a speculation piece in a February Sunday column? But you just don't need to do it. I remember the Warriors, they extended... Uh, Andrew McFadden for four years why, or something. Yeah, why? Why? You, you only extend a coach if he's to stop him from going somewhere else but or even, to get him at a cheaper rate. But well, even if Dean Pay went eight out of the first ten, he's not going anywhere. He's still not going anywhere at that time, is of he? Of course. Of course not. That's what I've... I, I don't understand that. I, I really don't. Well, they've had disasters with Hasler. Mm. I mean, they, they the, the previous board... Cost themselves seven figures by doing an early deal with Des Hasler, which they backed out of. I tell you what, I would be doing. This Blake Braley, and I've banged on about this so many times. He's a superstar, and he he was he's the absolute solution for their number nine. Mm. I'd be signing Blake Braley from Canterbury, and for a real cheap get as a halfback, I'd be bringing Kyle Flanagan along because yeah. I told you last week these kids have played together since they were seven. Their career, and I'm talking since they were kids, would be 90-plus percent win rate. They've played all sorts of rep footy together. Kyle Flanagan, Blake Braley, throw, throw them 500000 between them a year, and you've got yourself a potential real gem. Joel, we are about to enter a really fascinating week. Now, the DeBellon stuff and Dylan Walker, and they'll probably get bounced. Okay. That's the news story. But... Cronulla are about to be whacked. Yep. They're going to have to have a fire sale. The story that no one's talking about, and this could be a massive story, is that the Melbourne Storm are reportedly $600,000 over. How does that happen? They signed Cam Smith. They signed Cam Smith and said, I will take care of the cap light. Now, they're denying, but they always deny Melbourne. They always say, no, 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 it's fake news. It's nothing to well, worry Cassiano's about. Cassiano's the one that's sort of been shopped, isn't he? Yeah, but someone's got to buy him. And yeah. that's the beauty of the – that's that's the problem for the team that needs to get rid of a player or players mm. is that the other clubs know this. So they're not going to uh, – they're, they're going to try and uh, take the team to the cleaners – so Melbourne are going to have to supplement some of these contracts. Mm. So they might have to get rid of two or three. The alternative, if they can't get under the cap in 15 days, is that Cam Smith would have to sit out round one. Can you imagine that as a story? So why Cam Smith? Because he, he was the last one they signed. Is that what happens? Yeah. He's the one that took him over. Right. So that that makes the uh, Seguiaro signing interesting for Cronulla. Well, the Seguiaro story is that he knows... And the club knows that this is all contingent on what happens with the club's cap. Wouldn't they know? But they, they've all gone in agreeing. Yeah, you'd think wouldn't they they, But they, wouldn't they know where they stand? You would think. Yeah. You would think. So I don't know how that's going to work. But we're going to have um, 
the Dragons are going to be in the market because they're going to have 600000 to play with. You're going to have Melbourne fire sale and a potential Cronulla fire sale. So things are going to change. There's talk that Melbourne would miss the first game. That That is a million to one, isn't it? Oh, well, they're not going to be bound. But, but just Cameron would sit out. The Cameron yeah. would sit out, which... Yeah. Who have Melbourne got first up? They've got... Uh, is it Broncos? Imagine the season opening game. He's oh. Channel 9 and he's Fox the big... And there's Cam Smith in his uh, tracksuit. <laughs> he can't play. Geez, they've got to sort it out, don't they? They've got to sort that out. But how do you offload $600,000 worth of talent with players that other clubs clearly don't want? Who's going to buy Sam Cassiano, certainly for the price that Melbourne want? Mm. Anyway, so just keep an eye on those stories. Yep. Anything else we need to cover before we go? Uh, who's our former legend? It's got to be Barr, doesn't it? Uh, what team are we talking about? Turvey Mortimer or Barr Canterbury? Oh, my favourite player of all time, Terry Lamb. My favourite player. He's just a winner, hey? Barr's got to be there. A tough bastard. Yeah. Remember when he punched Michael Speechley in the head? <laughs> I do. Because his excuse was, oh, he shaped up first. And, of course, no, Speechley nah. didn't. Nah. Lamb just whacked him. Ellery Hanley. Coach me, Barr. Tough bugger. Tough bugger. Ellery Hanley was... Uh, Mal got him, though, didn't he? Mal got yes. him back in 94. 94. Yes. That doesn't get spoken about. Because Lamb being... And I'm not saying Ellery's not tough. He was knocked out cold. Yeah. But Terry was knocked out. He just kept going. He just kept marching on. So, just repeating as well, Dan, for the million-dollar tipping comp. Yes. The code, if you wish to join us in the private comp, is 59451. Okay. 59451. Send us your bad beats as well. We're going to do those, uh, I think, most weeks. Yeah. Sean's going to be in this chair next week. Yep. Um, I'm off for a week. Uh, week We're trying off. to work out how you can get in or you're going to have the week off. No, if you can get me in, I'll play. Yeah. You can okay. get me on. Right the if the technology gods are on our side, then I'll certainly play. I like doing this. Thank you, Joel. Did we work out how we're betting on Canterbury? Oh. Uh, which way? Uh, over under is eight and a half. I'm taking... I'm, I'm taking the under. I'm taking under two. But we, we're we not certain about the spoon. So who's your spoon team? Uh, I've got Manly as my spoon. Yes, I'm with you. Okay. All right. That's us. Okay. All right. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Dan. Enjoy your Netflix and your... Gamble responsibly. The gamble responsibly. Yeah. Goodbye.